Hey guys, I'm not sure if you've heard about eHarmony. It's a dating website, which I clearly need to be on, but it's also the number one most trusted dating website. It delivers 10 million matches a day. That's 10 million a day. And it has a patented compatibility matching system was developed and based on 30 years of clinical research of what makes happy couples tick. I need to get into that because I need to understand that myself. So they are responsible for over 600,000 happy marriages to date. That is a lot of marriages. Holy heck, that's a lot of ideas. They're available across all devices, which means your phone, your computer, iPad, anywhere you want to find love, you can with eHarmony. And if you want to experience eHarmony for 50% off the standard price for a six-month membership, all you do is go to eHarmony and enter promo code AUGUSTLOVE. Do you know what this is? It's stimulating, mind-expanding, the in thing. It's the hula hoop of the jet generation. Podcast1.com presents celebs, pop culture, fashion. No one gets to tell me not to curse. Oh, and some of that, too. This is Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Now, here's Brandy Glanville. Hey, everybody. We are here at Brandy Glanville Unfiltered with very handsome, very Parisian Simon Marcel. Badinter. 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 Bonjour, Brandy. Bonjour. You are looking fabulous. I actually am not having a good day, but thank you. That's very sweet. Not having a good day, but you look beautiful. Oh, well, thanks. That's all that matters. Well, it's half. At least it's half. It's half of what matters. It's true. Exactly. Well, thank you. You look very handsome, too. Thanks for having me, Brandy. (laughs) See, I love the accent. It's going to be a thing. I'm going to get the giggles now. Um, So you're you're a big radio star. You host this thing. You said, I can't even talk. Um, I said to you, I'm not having the best day. And you said, that's fine. I do radio every day. Yes. So, um, you know, there's a saying in this country, say only in America. Mm-hmm. And I'm that French dude that got lucky. I, I read about that. You just it, called up You just called up and said, hey, I, I have an opinion and put me on the radio. Yeah, I really, uh, in Ohio, on, on the big station in Cleveland, one day I had enough of listening to such, you know, particular politics. And I said, I'm going to call in and want to ask the program director. And the guy who answered the phone was Kevin Metheny, who is super famous in radio for, he was the target of Howard Stern, right. Pig Vomit. And uh, he also put Glenn Beck and so many others. I came to see him. He said, French, he calls me like that. I said, French, what, do you, <laughs> so what do you want? And I said, I, you know, I think we should share the opinions. I live in Ohio. I pray in Ohio. I pay my taxes in Ohio. Just give me your trends. He said, if you've done broadcast before, I said, never. He said, that's fine. Uh, here's a studio you'll start on Saturday. And then that's where I started on the weekend. And a couple of years later, a guy at CBS said to me, again, French, he said, you're in the wrong field. I said, what do you mean? He said, you must talk to women at night. About relationships and yes, sex. Yes, and love and sex. Right. He said, and don't do it alone because women don't talk to strangers. No, it's true. And they, they want a, a female voice yes. because sometimes when you're talking to a guy about sex and relationships, we, we don't see it the way you see it. So it's nice to have someone to bounce off of that is a female. Yes, Brandy. And also because uh, having uh, my co-host is Kim Iverson, who's, who's also super good looking and yeah, talented. Yeah, I saw that. She's very cute. Very, very. And from Boise, Idaho. So I'm from Paris. She's from Boise. She's more of a realist. You know, she's yeah. more on the dump him. I'm more on giving him a second chance. Oh, and so you're, like, you're into romance a little bit. Oh, majorly. Okay. And my parents have been married for 48 years. Mine too. So then you would appreciate that. that, Mm. I don't think that they sleep together anymore, but they definitely are married still. And that's what matters after a while. So anyway, so and Kim's parents are divorced. So really it's two schools, this Ah. show. And it's every night. And yes, we are on 30 stations 
coast to coast, and then uh, it's called the Rendezvous I with know. Simon and Kim. And uh, we started with one station in Minneapolis uh, two years ago, and now we have thirty, and we work for Our Heart Media. That's I mean that's amazing. That's a, that's a really when I was reading your story, I was it, you just picked up the phone and called and said, "Listen, I have an opinion. Put me on the radio," and it just happened. It did happen. I, I mean, mean, it's you don't me- really hear about that. It's like the dream story. It's the American true. dream. That's yeah. why I said only in America. Yeah, it's it, true. You know, it doesn't matter where you're from, what you've done. Some people have the have the ability to say yes. It's true. Who said yes to you, Brandy? So let, let's go back to you. Oh, God. And you carry it. <laughs> Most, almost everyone. No, I'm kidding. Um, you know, I've had really, I've had a great life. I've, I've. So who said yes to you? Who said yes the to The most me? important yes in your life? Personally or at work? What would that be? I think the most important yes in my life was probably... I guess saying yes to my husband to get married that's, and be and to create my children. So that's okay. So he said yes to you, right? Yeah, of course. And you say yes of to course. him. Okay, because who said yes to you? Um, who else said yes and and you, grateful he did or she did? Uh, you know, Andy Cohen said yes. He gave me a job yeah. that made gave me a platform to get this podcast, to do my books, to have a voice. So I owe him a thank you for um, the Beverly Hills. Yes, so for the people. Yeah, yeah. and Howard Stern. He's he had me on his show and he's he's been really great and mm-hmm. um and he's really why I wanted to do radio in the first place. So it's been it's been really nice to have him in my court, you know, and on my side. Um who else? I mean, Norm here at Podcast One is like we're gonna give this blonde chick that doesn't have a, a college education, we're gonna give her a podcast. So that was nice. But you have a you have an education from life. Yes, so I, I do. Ha- I have a thing in my show called Secret Question. Mm-hmm. So I want to play with you a little oh, bit. Oh, okay, play with the me. The rule <laughs> of the, the the game is no lies. Oh, I don't lie. Straight forward, okay? I, I'm very honest. Um you have had many men in your life that you've loved or you know been with. Yes. Okay. If you count them are you mostly disappointed by the way they were with you or mostly surprised in a good way? I think mostly surprised in a good way. How, how Explain that. What the, was the good way the man treated you? Well, I mean, I, I've been very blessed because I've traveled the world. I've lived in Milan. I've lived in you know, Paris, Paris. In Germany, in Munich. I lived in Tokyo. Um, I, I, and I think... I dated a lot of male models because that's who I was around all the time. Um, and it was just, it was nice and refreshing to have, I don't know, like their lovers, you know, like the, the so they made you happy. They made me happy. And uh, so, yeah, so I had one boyfriend who was French, didn't speak a word of English. His name is Silver. He's a very, very famous model. Um, we had a, we had a long relationship, six months, no English. And I don't speak French. Just it was the like language the lo- of love. love. It was. And we really did. I loved him. Like we would go to dinners and we wouldn't say anything, but I, I really did love him. And it's so funny because I found him on Facebook recently and he's still really hot. So did you, uh, did you friend uh, him? And- no, no. Yeah, I, of course. And we talked and like he, he can write in English now. But at the time we were like, well, the, the sex was off the hook. <laughs> Good. Yeah. The, let's, let's see <laughs> if you have a romantic memory, okay? Okay. Tell us this guy. What's his first name? Silver. Silver. Where did you first French kiss him and what was he wearing? It was at Lexington. It's a nightclub in Tokyo. I, we definitely were dancing together when we started making out. But I don't remember what he was wearing. But he, like when I remember him in my head, I see yeah. him in a white t-shirt and jeans, like rugged jeans. Because mm-hmm. that's kind of like 
And he would always have his bike. He rode his bike everywhere in Tokyo. I don't know how he got around because we can't read Japanese. And he couldn't speak English, but he was always on his bike. And, and how good was the French kiss? Oh, he was, I, like, I stayed in Tokyo longer because of him. I hated Tokyo. It was not fun for me. Yeah. Um, but he was there and he was killing it, like modeling. He was making so much money. So I'm like, I'll just stay here and have sex all day, every day. <laughs> That's not a bad thing to no, have. No, we had a lot of sex. Do, do you think uh, the first French kiss is the prelude of a great sexual relationship or you can have a bad first French kiss or bad French kisser and have a good sex? Most of the time, if you can't, if a guy is not a good kisser, it, it kind of relates to what goes on in the bedroom after and they're not good at other things that you need them to be good at. And <laughs> if they don't kiss, like if they're not amazing at kissing, that usually means they don't like go down on you, which is something that I require. So I think that a kiss is very important. And that requirement, yes. honestly, out of 10 or out of 100%, how many men have said yes? How many men have said no to you? I would say probably, I mean, I mean, I don't stay with a man that doesn't do it. So look so, back, I mean, so you think most men said yes or, most men, or some yeah, men most, said no way? Most men said yes. I think one recently, a, a guy in New York that I was seeing he like he acted like he was gonna do it, then he never did it, and I just listen. I mean, so it's a deal breaker. Yeah, absolutely. So it, not it, going to Miami, as we right. say. Yes. Well, for you too, I'm sure. I mean, like if a girl doesn't, you know, if I expect it, I'm gonna give it back too. I mean, well, I, I think it comes naturally. If it doesn't happen, it's not meant to be. So mm-hmm. I don't think you can really require it. I just think either the people are happy to do it and it's like natural and spontaneous. Oh, yeah. I but mean, say I to somebody, do this, or oh, do that. Oh, I've never said I mean, you don't have to say it. You can make somebody do what you want without words. <laughs> Silly. So, so, so that's important. Yeah. So for the, you said the French kiss is interesting. The other mm-hmm. thing is, what's the most romantic thing a man has done for you, Brandy? I, you know, I don't have a lot of romantic men. I, I, real, I will say like Silver was honestly, he was – him trying to speak to me in English and tell me how much he loved me. Like, he, he learned the phrase, I love you. Like, he learned a little bit of English. How do you me. say I love you in French? Uh, say, merci, fuck you. No, no that, that's uh, not no, how you say it. No. How do you say I love you in French? I'm, I'm thinking about it. Je t'aime. Je t'aime. See, he oh. learned how to say I love you. He didn't learn to say you're I right, je t'aime. You're right, I didn't. See? No, you're right. Don't forget that. I'm selfish. Je t'aime. <laughs> je Reciprocity. T'aime. French is difficult for me. Like I, I, I pick up Italian and you know Spanish. Ti amo. But, ti amo. Si. but French is it's just French. it would it never really stuck. So interestingly enough, um, you I and I have a friend, right? Yes. We have Kristin Turkerman. Yes. Who I know way before she was Turkerman because yes. twenty years ago, uh, she was modeling in Paris. You were modeling in Paris. Yeah, I was never there met. before her. I left before she got there, but okay. I met her. Through modeling. Kristen is a wonderful friend She's of mine. She's gorgeous, yeah. she, she used to date that g- friend of mine called Patrick Simon, tall, really good-looking, blue-eyed dude, for at least two years while she's in Paris, and she would come and party at my brother's house in the south of France. Oh, nice. I have video of Kristen dancing <laughs> wildly at night. Kristen but, used to be wild. She's not wild oh, anymore. I, I, I know she's not wild anymore, and I don't think wild was bad at no, the no, time. No, no, no. I loved it. I mean, that's what we met because we were both wild. So... <laughs> Yeah. So what do you think linked you and her? I know it's all over the news and everybody wants to know what you guys are going to do. But I want to know what you feel as a woman towards her. You know, it's interesting. When I met her, we had both kind of landed in New York and we had a lot of mutual friends. And she was crazy like me. Like I, I had, I called him the fun police because I had Eddie as my 
my spouse at the time, mm-hmm. uh, not spouse, we were engaged, but, and he would always put a, like, uh, he were, Chris and I were going out together. We'd be, end up making out with each other, taking ecstasy, like whatever we're doing. Like, I see. It, yes, it was. I mean, I've made out with all my girlfriends, but she then met Josh, her, her now husband yeah. and, and was crazy when she met him. But the second she got married, turned into Martha Stewart. I'm like, who the fuck are you? And then she cut a Bob. I mean, she's gorgeous, but I'm like, you got the mommy Bob. You got married. You can't stay out past 10. Who are you? <laughs> a mom. I, I guess. Well, it doesn't, I mean, I'm a mom too, but I, I still like to have fun and go out. And she's like, oh God, I can't go out past nine. You and know, I'm like, who are you, Chris? Well, I mean, I, I remember the day she was going out. It, it, she, she's a very kind person. Mm. Very kind. Um, and, and I'm sure you are too. I go back to the romance because I can't wait to do that. <laughs> What's the most romantic thing your dad did for your mom? Oh, gosh. There wasn't a lot of romance there. Um, Give us he, one story from you, your parents. My dad put firecrackers in our wood-burning stove. So when my mom made a fire for us, he blew her eardrums out. Like, that was the romance of my parents. There I, wasn't I, a lot to it, if you know what I mean. I, I see. <laughs> do, do you think you were, because you said you were not so much into romance as you did in life. So what did not inspire you, looking at your parents, that you, you yourself had such a different life? Um. I don't know. You know, I, I, I have a hard time. I call my ex-boyfriend a mangina because... What does that mean, a man? He, he's like a man, but he has a vagina because he's so sensitive and everything hurts his feelings. And this conversation, if when he hears it, he's going to be upset. Like everything that I say or do is it hurts his feelings. And I so, see. And I'm very tough. And I feel like... I've kind why, of, why are you tough, Brandy? I think because I've, had, <clears throat> I've been vulnerable in the past and I've had my heart broken. And I don't, I don't believe... I don't want to put myself out there anymore because I don't but, trust men. But Brandy, if you mm-hmm. don't love, you don't live. We all dead in but fifty I love years. My kids. I mean, I have That's so a different much love. love. I know, but I don't. I don't trust love anymore. So you let men enter you in one part, but that you don't let them enter your heart. That's true. Maybe, maybe if you look at it, this one percent that if you let them enter your heart first, the rest might be better. Yeah. Because nobody's against you, Brandy. Nobody, nobody. I know what it I feels know. like. You know, it feels like it. I mean, he says this to me a lot. He's like, "Oh, you know, it's not you against the world." It is not. But sometimes it feel. feels like it because I've, 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 you know, I've asked for help in the past and I've trusted people in the past and I've been burned. And if it, you know, if it's something happened so many times in my head, I'm not going to put myself out there for that to happen again. You ask men for help and they let you down. Yeah, I'm not like not literally for help, but I I make myself vulnerable. You know, I put myself out there. Mm-hmm. I you know I confide in them, my fears, my this, my that, and then you know they cheat on me or whatever it is. They cheat on you. That's what's happened. Um, Do you cheat on them? I've never cheated on a man. Never cheated on mm-hmm. on one man. Nope. Did you but ever- having said that, I have to say that I'm in a relationship with you in order to cheat. Like if we're just dating, I. Okay, wait a minute. This is a major cultural difference between us. You know, the French right. believe that dating starts after the first French kiss. The exclusivity clause in France is once we've French kissed, and there's the tongue twister, then we are exclusive. We're not French kissing everybody at the same time. Here you believe that you can actually do that and sleep with people, and unless you've said, is it exclusive, it's okay. Well, you can't say it's exclusive here. You can't really... That's a conversation that makes everyone run for the hills. Like, they're like, oh. Why? Because oh, it's scary, especially for guys. And so I've kind of turned into a dude, like in a way that I I resist um, 
all things that would put like a like I'm like we're not together that would put a cap on a relationship for me because you're afraid he's going to leave you because I I guess I'm afraid that like once guys think they have you there's no challenge anymore so why why and how about settle settle down and no more challenge just enjoying the relationship um, or you, you need I have the to hype. Find, but no, I have to find someone that I enjoy being with as well as just not just sexually. And, exactly. And, and I think ultimately I haven't dated the right guys because we're, maybe we're, we have great chemistry in bed, but like this is not – there's no conversation. Like I'm hurting your feelings really. Man up. <laughs> like it, but maybe, maybe also femininity is not an ugly word. No, I like it. So if you let the man be a little bit masculine, he lets you be feminine. So, so who ideally would you date today? Who do you think is a man who has the strength you would like and also lets you be a woman? I really don't know. You don't know? No. And then, you know, I'm not dating. I've, I've done the actor thing, done the athlete thing. Not It doesn't work out well ever. So um, people are like, what celebrity do you want? I'm, I don't, I don't want to date a celebrity. But a type of man? Mm-hmm. What type I, of I, man? I, I'm a strong man that will come in and... I'm the boss of everyone. I need someone to be the boss of me a little bit. Someone like I do need the fun police a little bit. I need someone that will come in and say, you're not doing that. Or let's rein it in. Like I need. Yes. A bit I, of like, a like My housekeeper more. bosses me around and I, I feel like I, that's why I love her so much. Because that's a woman. Yeah. That's not a man. No, it's true. But no one bosses me around. And I need that. And I crave that. Your and father I like doesn't that. boss you around. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, my dad and I, our relationship, um, we always had a strained relationship. You know, Because? So, uh, I'm a middle child, and I say what I want to say, and he didn't always like to hear it. So, so we, I, I spoke out for the entire family, and that didn't, you know, we just butt, butted heads our entire... To this day, Brandy, you still butt head with him? No, because he almost died, and then I had to go and be nice to him. So, no, we're, we're very close now, and he's much more vulnerable and honest. And, you know, he wasn't around a lot for when we were little because he worked at night, so he slept during the day. I so, see. really, my mom raised us. And then he would come in and try to lay down law. I'm like, oh, hell no. <laughs> so you see, it's interesting. You started with a big disappointment in life from your father. Because if you talked about your father differently, you would look at men differently. And the role we men, us men, have to have for children. I have a goddaughter. I don't have kids, but I love my goddaughter. I believe we are responsible for what's going to happen later on between the future young kids and who they date. If you had a father that was very loving and protective of you, you would look for men who are very protective of yourself. That's what you would know. If it's not the case, you have chaos. And that's why I said for you kids, for everybody, at least one of us has to change the next generation, right? right. It's important to give a chance it's to something different, important. Brandy. <laughs> no, I know you're right. And listen, I'm not disagreeing with you. I know what I do. And I, listen, I know what I should do. I don't always do what I should do. Um, and I know where I fail. And I just... It's become now six years of dating in LA and it's exhausting. I bet. It's exhausting. So, and then you add in, you know, reality TV that doesn't ever help. Um, How did that impact? I mean, I've never done that. I've watched you guys. How does that impact you and men? You know, it's hard because it, it's, you know, they see one side of you on television and they only show this one side. So people think you're that person all of the time and you're not. So for me, there was guys that wanted to date me but wouldn't because of the show. And then there was guys that only wanted to date me because of the show. And I couldn't tell if it was because of me or TV. Right. It really, reality TV fucked up my dating life. I mean, it really jacked me up 
But I see. um yeah, no, I mean so, so do you think by this this persona you have on television might have scared a few men? Absolutely. The good ones? <laughs> oh, absolutely, but you know, it's it's been good for so many other things, you know. Sure, like sure, I sure. Said. So I can't it's it's but a double edged sword. The message of Brandy being so tough and wanna be, you know, almost castrative in a way yeah. to men if it uh, appears I'm sure to some like, you know, not easy to deal with. Right. Although I do believe you're a sweetheart, I can tell I looking sweet. at you uh, very much. I so. don't emasculate men unless they do it themselves and then I ugh. like I just I like a like a really confident, not cocky, but like a confident man. Who there's a difference to me because I don't like cocky people and I don't like mean people, and when like my whole thing is if I date, go on a date with a guy, and he's rude to the waiter, I don't ever want to see this guy again. Sure, because it's just how you treat people. But at the same time, like I want him to grab the bill and be the man. Of course, because I'm so used to doing that now. It's you grab the bill now. I do. Why? I don't know. You make it a mistake. See, that's castration. Ugh. That's a castration. Don't get into it. no, no, no. The old school worked for our parents, our grandparents. There's like, a reason why. I want why. a man to do that. Well, then don't date people who don't do that, honestly. Because well, I, mean, I told all my listeners, stick to the old school. It worked for our parents, our grandparents. I want, like, I crave that. I want a man to be the man. But unfortunately, you know, the financial situations aren't always. I like to go out to nice places and I like food and I like wine and, sure. you know, and I want to do that. And if he can't afford it, then I'll pay for it. <laughs> I see. And that's kind of you. I see. Yeah. You have a daughter? I have two boys. Two boys. Yes. What are you going to tell them about women? Oh, God. Ooh, trust me. We have so many conversations. But we're, I'm going to come back to this in one second because we have to take a quick break and do some advertisements. But we will be right back in one moment. Let me tell you about Tricom. I know I've talked about it in the past, but it is one of my favorite products. And if you can count on one thing this summer, it's itchy skin from bug bites, poison ivy, poison oak, or any other irritations that we just know are going to happen, especially as moms with kids they're going to get into something. So be prepared for your family's itchy skin and get safe, effective, steroid-free Tricom today. Tricom is a soothing hydrogel that quickly relieves itch from common skin irritations. And Tricom does it better than some of the most common itch relievers, including hydrocortisone 1%, which is a topical steroid and not great for you. In fact, fast-acting Tricom hydrogel is clinically proven to be five times more effective at reducing itch than hydrocortisone 1%. That's five times more effective. That's a big deal. And only Tricom has the itch-free guarantee. Tricom will relieve your family's itchy skin, or you can send back the empty tube for a full refund. You don't see any of those other itch products making that promise because they can't. You can expect that itchy skin from poison oak, poison ivy, bug bites, anything really this summer will happen. You can also be prepared like I am. Make sure you have effective steroid-free Tricom now and stop the itch fast. Find Tricom at Walmart, CVS pharmacies, and Rite Aid. Look for the dark blue box in the anti-itch aisle or you can visit Tricom.com. (laughs) 
Alright, we are back with Simon Marcel Badinter. Ba <laughs> Badinter. But everybody calls me Simon. So okay, Simon. We're back with Simon. Everyone should know it's just Simon. Yes. Simon and Brandy. We're talking, and you asked me about my kids and what they um, think about women. Yes, you have two boys. I, I do. I want to know what you tell them. Mm -hmm. They're going to love women. They're going to make love. Absolutely. What is your advice to those boys? I, you know, because my eldest, who's 12, remembers the divorce and the cheating and the scandal of, you know, what happened. Yes. He yeah. remembers very, very... He's mama's little boy. Like, he remembers. He remembers me crying, and, you know, I would say I have allergies. It's not crying, and, you know... But he knows that I was cheated on, and that broke my heart. It broke up our marriage. It broke everything. And so we would listen. We we drive to school. We listen to Ryan Seacrest in the morning. Sure, on our hot media. Yes, <laughs> and so we do Ryan's Roses. So they're very aware, and I'm like, this guy's a cheater. I can tell. So they're Mason. Just I said, listen, it's one thing. You have a girlfriend. It's fine. If you like someone else, break up with your girlfriend, and then you go to somebody else. I go, and you don't get married until you're ready. So I have them. They're going to be proper gentlemen. I'm like, you open the door, ladies first. And if they start opening the door in front of me and like walking through, I'm like, oh, ladies first. Go ahead, girls. And they don't really like when I call them girls. I'm like, back here. So they're going to be proper gentlemen. But what are the rules? That's the, 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 main, the main rules. But what are the rules for them mm -hmm. when he's going to come to sleep with women? What, is, what, do, you, what do you suggest? Ah, what don't gonna, talk about that. What are you going to tell them? I, I you know, uh, What I have know. you learned to tell them? I think that hygiene is very important. <laughs> sure. I mean, that's what I'm you talking have about. to talk about it. Um, I was on my son's Skype the other day and all of these girls kept popping up and mm. they're like, hey, handsome, hey, dimples. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, this is his mom on his Skype for one hour. I go, don't call back. But <laughs> I'm not really ready like to think about – I asked Mason, my eldest, if he kissed his girlfriend. He said, yes, I kiss her every day. And I said, with your tongue? He's like, not yet. Like, I mean, he's in middle school. I right, just right, assumed. Because right. my first kiss was in eighth grade, and I'll never forget it. But Where was it, that first kiss? You said you never forget yeah, it. Yeah, it was at our school with Ryan Brown. And I went to a Lutheran school, even though I wasn't really Lutheran. My parents just kicked us anywhere that would take us. Right. Um, we were in the classroom, and we were playing Spin the Bottle. <laughs> but I don't know how. Like, a version of it. We went in the closet, and we kissed. And it was pitch a black. Smooch, so. No, no, no. He put his tongue in my mouth. and I thought it was the grossest thing ever. But I remember, it, like now, it's like stuck his tongue in and like moved it around. Twisted. Right. And I'm like, <laughs> it, like, it wasn't a good kiss, but that was my first kiss. And so I just thought, because now a 12-year-old, it's like, you know, what we were when 15. It's a little different. Um, but he's like, no, don't be gross. Like, because okay. you're a mom and I'm asking you this, you know, um, I hear all night with my listeners, the porn influence oh, yeah. has changed. They've, the seen, way. they've seen things that we, we think that they haven't seen. They've right. seen it. Exactly. They've seen it all. So they know everything. So at home, Brandy, mm -hmm. with your boys, do you actually, are they allow to talk about this or mm. there's a pretending it's not happening? Oh no, we talk about it. Absolutely. I'm not stupid. Listen, I, I go in and look at the history and, I, and like my eight year old wrote in Lego penis and porn popped up, and I saw that he saw it. And so I've had a conversation about, you know, what my parents did with us when we were young. This is sex. A man has a penis, a woman has a vagina. And it was like, oh, that's so gross. But I've had that conversation with the kids. How did you say it? Uh, the same way. Mason goes, well, you know, I don't want to embarrass my kids, but they talked about their extender penis. Everything's penis in my house. But So that in no way I hear you're going to fall in love with a woman, she's going to fall in love with you, once no. she had, so why not? But where is the love, Brandy? But yeah, it's it's. Hey, where? Maybe we can educate our kids. Say yeah. the word "make love," 
saying the word when you fall in love with somebody. Why? Because I fell in love like that and I didn't stop start having sex before I fell in love when I was very young. But it was the explanation of my parents that when a, a boy and a girl, you know, fall in love after a couple of months, you explore. And there's this respect and notion that, you know, the French don't say have sex. We don't want to say make avoir love. sex. We say make love. Mm-hmm. Faire l'amour. Eh oui. But it influences us tr- importantly. It does. It's even and so that's why I suggest to you language. to maybe that in the sex we include making love again and we've taken away that word from the english vocabulary well that's not true because the other night we were talking and mason yeah i date but i date when they're at their dad's i they've never i've only had one boyfriend in six years that they've met mm-hmm. just because i don't want to confuse them and if i'm not going to keep him <laughs> then i don't want them to get attached to somebody so mason goes you think we we're sitting you know i was in the kitchen they're at the bar like eating their dinner and i'm doing the dishes and Mason goes, do you think you're ever going to get remarried? I said, well, you know, that's a really good question, Mace. I said, I was so in love with your daddy. And when it, you know, didn't work out, I don't, I don't know if I can love like that again. So I don't know if I'm going to put myself in that situation because I don't know if I've not had feelings like that about somebody else since your daddy. Do you think it was a healthy love? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Um, so what would, so the, so the fact that you haven't, experience these feelings again but i've had i've had love but not this i don't know if love is different the second time around and that's what i'm kind of trying to figure out because i'm navigating it in a new it's a new time where everyone's on you know tinder and are you on tinder no hell no are you on match.com nothing nothing no i don't i I thought about it but i was like it's just i'm already out there enough I, I like I, my favorite kind of meeting people is when somebody sets me up with someone yeah, because sure. they know me and they know the person. And that's always usually when it works out to be, you know, something. Um, what woman do you trust to set you up with someone? All, I mean, all I've my seen friends. you fight with everybody. So no, all my fr- I know, no, no, not, not my TV friends. Okay. But, you know, I was in Kristen's wedding. She was at my wedding. Like I, we go way back. Kristen, they've set me up before. Kristen, mm-hmm. Josh. Um, my friend, my girlfriend, Emma, I have so many, I have amazing girlfriends. They're all from modeling day. We met, all my girlfriends are models. So it's funny, ex models, cause we're old now, but you see me and my friends together and all, we're all these tall, pretty girls. Hot women. Yeah. Women that we were moms now, but <laughs> my friend's like, do you have any ugly friends? I'm like, mm, not really, because I know them all from modeling, but they're solid people that I've known for 20 years. I see. You know, so I trust all so of them. So they set you up. They and, do. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's it's not easy. I'm not an easy one to set up because, because they have to say, oh, this, I have a friend for you. And then they say, oh, she's on the Housewives and she's a little crazy on the show, but she's not really crazy in real life. And that's a hard sell. But yeah. I trust all of them. And do you think you're very different, honestly, from like when we see you on the television and of course, there's an entertainment value. You, right. you know, all of us in show business have to keep in mind. And then there is the real you. How different are you, honestly, between the two? Well, I mean, there is there is an aspect of that that is in my personality for sure. But you don't see me on TV with my kids, and I'm a mom. You know, that's my real life. Um, I'm glad that they weren't on the show now. I mean, there was a time where I wanted to share that side of me with people. Indeed. But I now just because they are they're already so. In the public eye as it is, you know, because their dad's an actor, their stepmom's a singer, and, you know, they're always being photographed and chased and all that. I don't think that they need to be on TV. But, you know, I definitely am – There is, you know, th- there's a part of me. When I get drunk and I'm crazy, it happens. Don't get me wrong. But I'm a mom and there's a softer side to me that I don't think people know unless maybe, they're my friends. 
maybe they want to see that too. I, I would, you know, That's, I would love to show that, but it's in the future. I just, I just think. Um, that showing us also the other side. Well, that's what I'm... People get attached more and relate more. Well, I can't really talk about it, but we'll talk afterwards. But that's kind of what I'm doing now. Oh, good. Yeah. So it's like, you know, 2.0. It's the next. So this you get to see. I'm not going to have the kids, you know, Jake wants to be on because he's the star, but (laughs) he's out of control, that kid. He is eight going on 35 and he doesn't miss a beat. He He hears everything and he's like, take my picture, can we post this? I'm like, no. And my other one's like hiding. Um, <laughs> they're totally different. But Jake will like call me from the kitchen. I'm cooking. Hey, mom, take my picture. I'm like, he's like, don't I look cute? Oh and he's really cute. They're yeah. both gorgeous. I'm a great looking parents. But I'm like, oh my God, you are too much. He is too much. It's hilarious. But why he is going to put me through it. I already see that coming. My mom says, you know, I, I said to you, um, I wish that you would have a kid that was exactly like you. And you do. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> that's going to so be a riot. Like, that's your punishment. I'm like, great. Yeah. So Jake's been in here a few times. He's just, he's like, oh, that's my ex-girlfriend. She's fifth grade. He's in second grade. You don't have an ex-girlfriend that's in fifth grade. Like, wow, wow, wow. Exactly. Well, you I better mean, get ready, Brandy. I know. Huh? He's so cute, too. It's ridiculous. Yeah. He's a ladies' man. He's got like four girlfriends. and Four girlfriends? Yeah. How many boyfriends do you have right now? I have dating. one guy that I, I actually have had a quiet spell. I broke up with my boyfriend. Well, why, you know, by the way? We, because we're great in bed and we can't have a conversation otherwise. We fight. What's the unspoken? The unspoken? An unspoken is when there is something unsaid between two people, they can't talk together. What do you think it was? I think he's just too sensitive. No, that's something else. Maybe you don't know. But remember that. But I also think he liked the TV a little too much. No, I'm for sure. My, for my taste. I didn't... I, it was, so maybe that's the unspoken. Man. Maybe I like you the star more than I like the person. I think so. Well, and I think that, the unspoken, then. that there's... I think I have to respect someone and I have a... I don't necessarily... I have a lack of respect for certain things that he's done. And when you don't respect Such someone, as. you can't... I, I don't want to... He, he listens to these like with... He's gonna kill me okay. already. Like he's that's all right. Yeah, it's not against him. It's no, 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 no. I just I I respect is so important to me. And once you lose somebody's respect, like I don't know that, that you can love that person. You know, and, and, and you've lost respect for him. Yeah, I, I have. So that's him. That's him. Now, who else are you dating? Brandy? That's it, right? I honestly, I just moved, and you know, moving is so stressful. So for two weeks, I've just been like. I wanted everything done. When I move, I need everything unpacked right away for my kids' sake because I don't want them to feel like we're in yeah, because transition. Back to school is happening right? soon. Right, exactly. So, so you want to be I ready. I unpacked that apartment in like one minute. It was because I, I was leasing a house. Right. Every time I lease a house for a year, they yeah. sell it. At like I, wow. I, Every five years in a row. Wow. Yes. I'm like, good luck for houses. But it's not fun because I have to move every again year. Again and again. And I really didn't want to move. I loved the house I was in. But, you know, they sold it for double what they bought it for and you know it's great for them but we're constantly moving and i don't enjoy that for my children's sake either yours also no it's it's horrible um so you just moved i just moved You like your apartment no you don't like it no it's it's, you know what we i got a month a month because ultimately i want to buy and right now the prices are just so high so i kind of i don't i'm hoping the bubble will kind of pop but i got a month a month because i don't want to get into another year lease and then have to move again. So I'm waiting to buy because I saved my money, obviously. Yeah. Trying to be smart um, to get some stability for the kids. And for so, yourself. And for myself. For yourself, yes. Brandy. Yeah, well, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit of a gypsy just from modeling. I can 
live anywhere and you know do anything and it's it's but just it, it's true but it tires you it does everybody needs a nest it's true every bird needs a nest to come back to you're right and, and the, unless the, you have it yeah. but the thing about this place is there's no natural light and i ha i have to have light what do you mean there's no not, windows there's, there's two i mean there's windows but it's a very dark place um and there because there's trees outside it's very private so no one can really it's great because you can't see in and Lord knows I walk around naked enough that I don't need any In front of, of you that. boys? No, 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 no. There was a time I had to stop when they were perving out on me. I'm like, no more naked. <laughs> of course. You know, but my mom was always naked. So, I, like, I'm very free with my body. But now, you know, you can tell when the kids are like, okay. Right, right, yeah. of course. So, so you just moved. You're gonna, and so you're going to start dating again, probably? Yeah, you know, I, I, I want everyone's like, oh, you know. It's, it's hard because I, I want to, to find love. Right, exactly. Obviously, but I also have to work. And when I say work, that, that, that it involves television. Mm -hmm. And it's not always conducive to finding love and, and having it... I see. ...be natural and, and know if it's for the cameras or not for the cameras. And I don't know. So. When was the last time a guy asked you out? Last night, actually. What happened? So my friend Mark... I ran into him at the Palm the other night. I was eating with a couple of girlfriends. And he introduced me to this guy, very handsome, um, shorter. But, I mean, like if, if you're, like, if you're confident and you're short and you're fine with me still being tall and wearing heels, that, I don't mind that. Right. But when a guy is, like, short and he doesn't want me wearing heels, that bothers me. Okay. So I just like confidence. And um, he asked me if he could give the guy my number. So we were texting last night. And he's like, I'd like to take you out. And he's like, can I call you tomorrow? And I feel like... Nobody calls anymore, and that's so amazing. Like, that's I, I look forward to talking because the texting it's it's ridiculous. It's desensitizing. You take things the wrong way, and you know that's the whole like that. By the way, texting. Do you sext also? I do. But You're a big sexter. I yeah, I am. I mean, it's, no, no, it's fine. Listen, everybody. Sexts, I, but, but I like phones. I like I like the conversation. But like, it's nice to send pictures and stuff and get it, we're all worked up. And so you send naked pictures of yourself? Not neck down. I'm very smart about Without it. Without the head? Yeah. The face yeah, not show. Yeah, exactly. I don't have any <laughs> tattoos. No one's going to know it's me if it ever hits the internet. Like it's, because I think that's one, and we talk about it on my show too at night. Um, I'm surprised in you know, the 13 year old, 15, every, the sex thing. Okay. So we have to tell all the people to not show your face. No, you can't. Like, what? Did you see those pictures of Jennifer Lawrence and all of these? They're gorgeous pictures, but girls, you neck down, and if you have any tattoos, cover them up. It, like it just—it it will hunt you down. Yes, it will. It will survive forever. Now did with the internet. That, did you yeah. tell that to your sons? Oh yes, I, I, I. Are you kidding? They know. I mean, I'm very. We have like very open conversations. Like, I didn't want Mason going to sleepaway camp because. I had to talk to him about molestation and, you know, what's right. And if a guy touches you, you know, I, I, I had very open, frank conversations with my kids about sex about and sex. things that are right and appropriate and not right. And my 12-year-old, I mean, it's the new 15. He knows exactly what's going on. And so does my 8-year-old. Brandy, when was the last time you received a true love letter? A letter? Handwritten love letter. Probably when I was married. That's, do you still have it? Uh, yes, I have a lot of those cards that remind me to be vulnerable because sometimes keep one on the fridge, maybe. Yeah, no, maybe. I mean, I just don't want the kids to read it, but no, I or have them on your on your closet because I think we all have those love letters. We bury them in some, you know, trunk or something. But those love letters 
at the testimony we once loved and how much we love the person. And we should not hide them or burn them. No, we should I, look I haven't. at them regularly. Right. I, I think too, and I think there's something wrong when you get a new relationship and the person comes in and they want all the pictures. I mean, I don't have pictures out of any relationship, but they want you to get rid of them. And like, it's part of my life. Like, I'm really like getting rid of my wedding photos. Like, I don't know what to do with them. I put them in storage. I don't want to throw them away. Don't, don't. No, because of my kids, like my grandkids, and they're, they're going to want to know their history at some point. Um, but I, I do find that guys don't like that. They don't, they don't want to know that there's ever been another guy there. There, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do, You're do, a virgin again. Do you, do you, when you, um, date somebody else, do you, or, and break up with somebody else, do you delete all the pictures from Facebook or, or your social media, or do you leave it there and the next guy has to deal with it? I don't, you know, I don't, I'm, here's the thing, and this is funny. I don't post pictures. I have a girl that helps me do it for my media. Yeah. I don't take a lot of pictures. So I don't even think I have a picture with my ex-boyfriend. Okay. I'm not, I'm not that person that's posting all the time, but however, I know how important it is. I mean, I take pictures of my kids. Do you, have you ever snooped on some guy's phone ever? Nope. No snooping? Nope. Congratulations. I know, but it's. It was actually. I appreciate that. I, I just don't listen. If you're looking for something, you're gonna find it, and it may not even be what you think it is. But if in your head you're looking for something, it's gonna something's gonna be there. So, I was actually always afraid to. I, when I saw Eddie, my ex husband had yeah, two yeah. phones, and that's always a great sign. Um, <laughs> it is. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. It is. I can't um, no, can't defend them. Yeah. Um, but I was afraid to go near him, and I'm not technical. I'm like, I have no technology. I had a BlackBerry until recently. My kids were making fun of me. Um, I I was afraid of what I would find. And I'm, I'm a little crazy. I'm a Scorpio. So there's that jealous factor in there. Are you dramatic? Um, no, I mean, I'm no? not, I don't think so. No. Am I? A little bit. Maybe. A little bit dramatic. Maybe. I mean, because Scorpio, so when you, when you upset, what oh, happens? Oh yeah, no, yeah. I have a temper for sure. And I'm, and I get jealous. Like I don't, I just feel like there that if a man's with you, he needs to be respectful and of not course. be checking out other women. Do that on your own time when you're not standing next to me. So, so, and I love the fact you haven't snooped because I talk to many people constantly do snooping. They, but they, they, it's, and that's it's wonderful to their own detriment because, like I said, even if there's nothing there to find, if you're snooping, you're thinking there's something there. You're gonna find something. Maybe it's a text between a girl that means nothing, and it's a, it's like a friend, and you say something funny. You're gonna take it the wrong way. Brandy, do you believe in second chance in life, in romantic life? If somebody hurts you once, do you believe to forgive and give him a second chance? Or you yeah. think no? No, I do. I, I, mean, I did that. You know, I, I've been cheated on and I, I said, you know what? It's fine. I love you. I, people, shit happens. Well, let's go to counseling. We'll do what we have to do. And then I found out there was a lot of other girls. And that's when I was like, and seen. You know, once I found out that it was a habit and not just a one-time. You know, everyone, we're human. We're going to err. Because... I believe that forgiveness is the ultimate proof of love and the hardest one to give. When everything is good, we all love each other. The minute something bad happens, yeah, exactly. you have a choice. Break up, forgive, or second chance. No, I don't, I don't automatically break up with someone. I mean, I, I do believe that we're human and we make mistakes and you have to be able to forgive, absolutely. But you know, when it's more than one time or maybe it happens too often, that's when I have to walk away. Are you still best friend with your girlfriend from you were 15 years old? Yep. Well, what? no, from modeling. I didn't really have... Before like, that? No, not really. My my high school friends, I, I still talk to them every once in a while. 
um, definitely had a cute, like a. Where, where were you born, by the way? Raised? Uh, I was raised in Sacramento. Sacramento, so yeah. close by. Sacramento, yes. Was, Sacramento. was it difficult to be so good looking and well built? Because women can be so jealous too. No, you know what? I was really, I was a gymnast. So I, like, I had short hair. I didn't put makeup on. Like, I was very, I worked out five hours a day every oh. day. And so that was my life. I re- my sister was the pretty one. I cut my hair off and, like, did gymnastics. And it wasn't until in high school somebody was like, you know, you should model. You're tall and skinny and you Good should model. Very beautiful. And thank you. And I was like, mm, I don't know. And it just kind of happened. It fell into my lap. And then I was off to Paris. You know, next thing you know. It's so crazy. Um, but it, no, I mean, I... So you didn't have to face the jealousy. We've talked, you know, to uh, other women uh, and models and they've expressed the trauma from uh, being bullied or being... Uh, pushed over by other young women in high school because uh, I of... I mean, kids are cruel. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I got teased for being so skinny and flat-chested. I mean, these are not real, but <laughs> they're they're really there, <laughs> but they're not... Yeah, I, I bought them. Um, you know, kids are cruel. It is what it is. Yes. Um, but you get past that. It makes you tough. It makes you who you are if you can deal with that. I have asked all plenty of questions. Do you have any questions for me? I, think I know, I do. I well, do I have questions for you, but you, you, like, you took over. Well, You're, because... You're it's the, your podcast, Wendy. So I know. I, I think people want to know more about you. So I no, we're sweet. It like no, that. it's you're you're the professional here. I don't <laughs> know what I'm doing. I've been doing this a short time, and I'm learning as I go. You know. Um, so okay. you, like you said, you talk about you. First of all, you're a Parisian. You know, but your your mother was fancy, right? Um, she's a, she's kind my, of like a fancy chick. I don't know about fancy. My mother, Elizabeth, is the most respected uh, feminist in Europe. Um, fancy. That's fancy. So <laughs> she wrote books like Mother's Love that are bestsellers. She, she, is, she, she really uh, enlightened my life with love. Um, and she's very famous for being that intellectual. Nice. And uh, my father is also very respected for uh, being uh, the man who abolished death penalty. You know, in France, he we used bo- to beheaded oh. people. And after him in 1981, we don't anymore, thank God. And thank to him. So that's my parents. So I come from a background of intellectuals and um, fighters for human rights. That's amazing. It is. You know, so, um, and that's why I personally feel more at ease in the Midwest than I do like, you know, in LA. I love LA for a while, but I I live in Ohio and Texas. Right. Eight months a year in Texas, the rest in Cleveland, Ohio and Akron. And that's where I feel the most at ease. Yeah. Well, I mean, LA is difficult. It's not the easiest. I I always say I want to go to like meet a guy from the Midwest. Like, like just go. Best man you can find, Brandy. And there's so many of them. It's just here. They're not here. <laughs> That's the problem. And they won't care so much about who you are. I've lived exactly. enough in Akron, Ohio, and Cleveland. date wonderful women. It's down to earth. LeBron James, one of my neighbors. There is no BS. No. If you ever want a date, you know, go in the middle of the country. Well, I would like to. I mean, if, I'm, if it wasn't for my kids, I would move to Sydney, Australia, actually, because all the guys are so hot there. I went there last year. I was like, this is cr-. It's like the best kept secret. Every guy is hot. But I don't think it's just about the hotness. No, but they're cool too. They're sweet and they're like gentlemen and they surf and they have good (laughs) bodies. You're cracking me up. Oh, I I don't go in the ocean and this hot guy got me in the ocean. I mean, like that's how hot he was. My friends are like, you went in the ocean? I'm like, I went swimming. Because he was so hot. Yeah. And he saved me. I almost drowned because I'm not a good swimmer. But it was a good, yeah, it was a good story. And then we took over a police car. My girlfriend and I, yeah. Why? In Australia? They were so hot, the police. We had to get a ride. You had sex with the police? No. I didn't have sex with anyone while I was there, sadly. But no, we took over a police car because there was no taxis at the beach. And we just took it over. And they gave us a ride back to our hotel. 
privilege of the beauty and the charm, <laughs> Brandy Glenville. Yes, we definitely like we can't do this. I'm like, yes, you can. So it was a very fun. We were like in the corner bathing suits. They were very very cute cops. Yes, cute cops, hot yes. guys. I, it's crazy. I, ha- I mean, that's my that's my weakness. I tend to like the best looking guy in the room or like or like sure everybody does best right. looking woman but yeah that's a problem that's <laughs> it's a, it's a that's, problem for me <laughs> well i think things will change for you brandy okay. i have a good feeling all right well i hope so i don't know i i need to change what i'm doing because it's clearly not working i, I would agree with that <laughs> yeah. a little bit more love and romance a little bit less sex right now and mm. a little bit of depth and less but I just need, the hot like, bugs. I'm, I need, I have a very high sex drive. I need to have sex. Well, I'm sure. Like, it's like, with but the just guy. remember first the heart, Ugh. then the, the Miami heart. thing. <laughs> but if there is no love, there is no love making. It's just sex. That's true. That's true. So, and it, it's, it's more, it means more when it's meaningful. Exactly. That's true. And maybe you got to show your boys again what it is to love show a man. Show my kids how to have sex? What no, are you no, talking what, about? What it is to Simon, love again. you're weird. <laughs> You got to show how to love again. Well, Simon just interviewed me on my podcast. I do have notes on you, but I mean, you're a professional. You're very good at what you do. You're very, and you're very debonair and sweet and sexy, actually. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Um, I don't, I don't yeah. know if I am. Just, I, I, I do. Are you uh, single? Yes, I am. Why? If you're a relationship expert and so, you're. No, because I had a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, my last girlfriend was living in France. Uh, and so she came and go, came and go, came and go. But a long distance, I don't mm-hmm. believe it anymore. It, it killed our relationship. Yeah, it doesn't work. Six months ago. So uh, that's the story of what happened. It was a wonderful girl. That's sad. Yeah. No, it, it, yeah, it was because sad. Because you want to hear the people that are giving you advice. You want to make sure that they're actually out there. We, we are. Uh, whether it's me or my co host Kim on, on my show, The Rendezvous with Simon and Kim, uh, that you can find on Our Heart Media. Uh, we date. That's we what tell we're about, to talk about. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, we, we we date. You know, we we have a lot. But when we don't date, we don't pretend to be. And when we right. single, we single. Right. So. And are you on on Match. dot com and any of those things? No, she my my no no I'm not. Uh, I am uh, the old school, and I am not shy. So if I see a woman I like, is it bonjour or you know, what are you doing? Anything, and then the I accent just, gets you. They're like. Whatever you want. It, it, it helps, but it's just an introduction, and, and especially when you live in the Midwest or Texas, you know, it gives you maybe an opening, but that's all. Yeah. Um, well, that's all you need. It's an opening, right? That's no, all. Kidding. You know, all you have to do is say bonjour. <laughs> Hello. I'm being gross. I'm you just know? Oh, come on, Wendy. <laughs> I know you. Oh, all right. Well, what, it's been so lovely having you interview me on my podcast, and thank you for coming. Anytime, Wendy. <laughs> you know, I will follow what you're doing with Kristen, and you know, I think you're yes. in the right direction. You're yeah. quite a fighter and a survivor. No, I am. I absolutely am. And now I have to drive to Malibu to watch my eight-year-old on an electric and guitar. And you're a great mom. Oh, thank you. So I wish you the best, Wendy. Well, thank you. That's very sweet. So we're going to take some pictures, but make sure and listen to The Rendezvous on iHeartRadio. Um, with and, Simon and yeah, Kim. Yeah, with Simon and Kim. Every night. Very attractive couple. Even though you're good. Have you guys ever hooked up? Never. Never. Because she's really cute. I yeah. saw her on, I was doing my research. She's, she's extremely beautiful. Yeah. Half of Vietnamese and half American. Yeah. She's a Danish father. Gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, and well built. But uh, one. <laughs> Throw that in there. So you've thought about her. it. Well, because it's true. Right. And, uh, but have you ever thought she, about No, never. Never. I do not sleep with the people I work with. Oh, that's Wendy, true. You don't and she sh- doesn't either. Live, I guess so that's what. We, we, and you know who you know you, we spend married. every night together. So we mar- married on air. Three yeah, hours a night is enough true. for both of us. And I'm too old for her. I'm 47. She's 35 anyway. So Kim likes very you young do, dude uh, in her late twenties, maximum super hot buds. And I'm not in my late twenties, and, and I'm thin, but that's okay. So 
Kim Kim really is into. Do you think you're too old for her, and she's 35? I think so. I, I date women of uh, late 30s, 40s. Uh, it, really, it's, everything goes easier, and I, I know I don't want children, and so right. women in the late 30s or mid 30s want right. children. Exactly. So why waste right. time yeah. or her time? That's exactly what I said. I don't want to get married or have kids because I've done that, and. It, it really is a deal breaker because if somebody wants kids and you sure. know you're not going to do it, absolutely, you like don't want to waste my that time. My ex-boyfriend is like, I, I want a kid. I'm like, I have two. <laughs> you can be there, you know, be there for them. Show me how good you are to them, and then I'll think about it. I don't. I mean, I don't want kids. I have two. I'm done. Exactly. It's over. So I mean, I think that that's a big. Women. The, most of my girlfriends that are in their 30s definitely want to. You know, they want exactly. the kid. So. so I don't want to mislead anybody. And right. So right. you know. Well, you say it up front. That I mean, that's up front. I, but uh, women always think they're going to change your mind. Ah, uh, maybe, but uh, then you know, then it doesn't work. Yeah, so, that's true. But, you know, <laughs> but it's like, but you know, it's better to have all those memories. And if it doesn't work, because once we're ninety years old and there's nobody more for that crazy life of ours, yeah. we want memories. Yeah, it's true. And so I said, you know, make love, enjoy, carpe diem, not carpe always diem. live in fears of what's going to happen. Go for the day. I like that. I had a bracelet that said that. Carpe diem. Carpe diem for the Carpe day, diem. Brandy. All right, I'm going to. All right, well, thanks for being here. And it's been awesome to meet you. And Thank you for having me. find out how fucked up I am. No, wonderful. Uh, <laughs> wonderful and beautiful. Oh, Brandy Glenville. Oh, thank you very much, Simon Marcel. Best that? of luck. Thank you. All right, we'll be right back with Brandy Glenville Unfiltered. Let's talk about something that's very, very dear to my heart and very serious to me. And it's hair. <laughs> Um, between all of my TV appearances and everything that I have to do, I put my hair through like hell pretty much. I curl it, I dry it, I straighten it, I use a ton of products and it really all adds up to damaged hair. Let's face it, dry, brittle, damaged hair is just not hot and we got to keep it hot. And even worse, it can even lead to thinning hair down the road. That's really not hot. So that's where Viviscal comes in. Two little tablets is all it takes to nourish your hair from the inside out. Viviscal is clinically researched to give you thicker, fuller, healthier hair, and it's guaranteed. It's loved by celebs like Gwyneth Paltrow, and it's recommended by doctors too. Viviscal is actually the number one drug-free hair growth supplement in the United States of America. And ladies, Viviscal even has a men's formula so you can get ahead of your men's thinning hair for down the road. No one likes that bald spot. I've said this again. Ray, we're going to get you some. Don't worry. He's got a little, I mean, just a little thin in the back. Mostly thick though. Even if you don't put your hair through as much as I do, it's still important to take care of it. And Viviscal is the easy solution to thicker, fuller, healthier hair. And for my listeners... I've arranged for you to be able to try Viviscal, and it comes with free shipping. It's a 90-day money-back guarantee if you don't see the results that you actually really, really are thinking you're going to. So try it and tell me about your results. Call 1-800-980-1155 to get this special offer with free shipping. So call today. Try it. What's it going to hurt? 1-800-980-1155. That's 1-800-980-1155. Hello, my friends, my wonderful listeners, all of you that download my podcast. I just wanted to say thank you to you, and I also wanted to say thank you to my advertisers. 
So I just want to take a minute and thank all my great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting my sponsors and this podcast. All of your contributions help make this show possible, and I really love doing it. And I just really wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going onto my show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the Support This Podcast banner, and there you will see all of my wonderful sponsors that help keep the lights on and me talking about God knows what. In addition to my sponsors, you can also support the podcast by using my Amazon banner. Amazon offers this show a small, small commission (laughs) on any products you purchase. You can use my Amazon banner if you're located in Canada or the UK. Also, to make it easier for all future purchases, feel free to bookmark my Amazon URL. Thank you again for all your support and downloading my show. And now let's get back to my show. All right, well, that does it for Brandy Glanville Unfiltered today with the very sexy Simon Marcel. I can't even say his last name. My new boyfriend. I think my future new boyfriend. Um, he was awesome. Make sure you listen to his radio show tonight, Rendezvous on iHeartRadio. And for those of you that want to come and hang out and drink with me, August 15th at the Blue Water Grill in Redondo. All you have to do is go onto Twitter and follow the Blue Water Grill and hashtag VIP Brandy. And the first 30 people to do that will win an hour prior to the signing with me, drinking with B. That's what we'll be doing. Just just the 30 of us, really. So that will be fun. Um, make sure, like I said, go to Blue Water Grill on Twitter, follow them, and hashtag VIP Brandy. And get my Chardonnay, obviously, unfiltered blonde. It's amazing. And I'm not just saying that because I love wine. It really is a good Chardonnay. So check it out. And also, obviously, you need to get my books, Drinking and Tweeting and Drinking and Dating. And the next one's not going to be about drinking, sadly. But I'm sure I'll be drinking while I'm writing it. So don't worry. Um, And so that's it. So have a great week and look out for August 15th. It's going to be fun. Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download new episodes at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com.